Shall we begin? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the More Than Just Keto podcast. I am one of your hosts, Molly. Hello, friends. And I am your other host, Ashley. And today's episode is about minding your business. Or like I like to say, keeping your eyes on your own plate. Right. Yes. And uh, it's perfect because, you know, we're diet culture. So, you know, keep your eyes on your own plate, weight loss, food, all all the things, right. We've talked about comparison. We've talked about, um, you know, being on a journey, a lifestyle, a diet. We've, there's so many terms, right. And when you get started, you might hear things like ADF, which is alternate day fasting. And there's OMAD and there's um, egg fast and fasting in general, just intermittent like fights, fasting. Yeah. intermittent fasting. There's, there's all these like diet terms and there's all these, what I really think of them as maybe like tools instead of just terms, yeah. um, or just extreme things that people do. A lot of times that's what people assume when they first get into this community, they're like, um, this is crazy. And like, there's all these <laughs> other things. And it's very easy to get caught into thinking that you may need to do Mm -hmm. all of these things in order to be in the community or to be keto or right to have success on your journey, which is just not really true. Right. We talked, and we, we talked about that before, like, don't feel you have to do these things, you know, but it's good to know about them. Yeah. I think if we use them as tools or use them as a way to help us get over something or get back into the routine of something. I think it's a great tool to have, Yeah, but it's not completely necessary to lose weight. No. Well, like you said, they have their place. They have their place, you know? Yeah. I know that it's very easy to judge those things because I personally have judge them. Um, yeah, me too. As well as it's very easy to think you have to do it because oh, when yeah, I first came in, from- yeah, I thought egg fest. Oh, I got to try an egg fest. Everybody's doing an egg fest. Yeah. I got to do an egg fest. Um, it's kind of like the butter coffee, right? Like oh, yeah. the butter in like the, the coffee, butter. the bulletproof coffee. It's <laughs> right. like, you and we talked about that before to, you, right? you, you like have to eat think, that way. Well, cause like everything else, when you're first new into something and you don't really know, you're getting to know it, you're, you exactly. know, you're getting to know it. And I know when we talked about this before, there's been a lot of time that's passed since then. So we have learned right. even more since then. For and that's, sure. that's normal. That's the process. That's how it is. Right. That's the evolution of being on a lifestyle and a journey versus maybe a short-term goal. Yeah. And in a community where you're learning all these different things from all these different sure. people who do all these different things for all these different reasons. And isn't it lovely that everyone's such a Guinea pig for all of us and shares it on the internet Yes, is amazing. So great. It really is great, but let's just, can we just like talk about judgment? Because for sure, I have, been that's what this judgy. episode is about. Yes. It's all about judgment. And I'm going to, I'm just going to confess it all here. Okay. Okay. This is your confessional tonight. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be very specific because as I've shared before, I used to be a part of a community of health and fitness and we were so anti-keto. It was like keto. What is terrible? Oh, it's horrible. And I quote, I'm going to, I looked up my old posts from back in the day when I used to do that kind of thing. I'm going to share some things that I have actually typed and put out there years ago. 
And I have way a prior to, to you ever and even know it. This is like five that. years ago. This is 2007. Okay. Oh, it's not five. Four, five, four to five, six years ago. Okay. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to quote it because it's very important. And I have a, I have a reason for this. Okay. I looked it up specifically for this episode because I had to see, because I knew I judged keto, but I didn't know quite, but you forgot oh, y'all. This is horrible, but there is a point. There's a point. So don't hate me yet. Okay. Here's one of the quotes. I had some words. And then I said with keto, it's recommended 20 carbs or less. In my opinion, that is insane. <laughs> yes. You'll lose. I said, yes, you'll lose weight, but can you keep it off? Not likely. <laughs> Ooh, I, know. I, I have more two reasons. I don't recommend keto as if oh. I'm an authority, as if I have a say so, right? But I don't recommend keto. It's not something you ready. You ready for this word? It's not something it. that is sustainable, sustainable, <clears throat> that flipping word. I am so sick of hearing that word. I, I get so mad when I hear it now. And I think it is I'm like, going, the, Dang, it is like, like the throat punch of like people coming for keto. It's yes. not sustainable. It's, not it's sustainable. like karate chop. It's not what? sustainable. Right. It's so so I, said, I said it. Me. Yeah. Who loves keto now? Right. There Isn't is a point to this. Remember, so there's crazy. a point. It's not something that's sustainable for a lifetime. Then I say, <laughs> gosh, I'm kind of ashamed. Then I say, it's just <laughs> It's just another fad diet. Get your yo, <laughs> get your yo-yo ready. Get your yo-yo ready. Boy, was I judgy. Ooh, she came out with knives, y'all. She was ready to fight. I have one more. What did keto ever do to you? I know, that? right? I I'm telling you, I was horrible. Uh, I say. You do not at all bold, by the way, you do not get the nutrients your body needs with a keto plan. And then I say, I have to clear something up. I have to clear something up because some may have misunderstood what I have been doing is not all caps, the keto diet, all caps. I am one who does not all caps believe in the keto diet. And I do not recommend it. I do, however, believe in a healthy, healthy living and lifestyle. I also believe in portion control and balance. <laughs> I believe in containers. They're red and, and yellow and green, but, uh, I do not do keto. I don't think 20 net carbs is sustainable or realistic, and it doesn't allow for healthy eating. It's more of a get skinny plan as opposed to a get healthy plan. Bam. That is all my judgment. A few years How ago, do you feel like looking at your I feel, former self in the okay, mirror. Listen, I think, wow. So when I see all these other people saying stuff like this, I think, they're really clueless. The reason they're saying all this is because that's what they heard because that's what I heard. I had no experience. I hadn't done it yeah. myself. I hadn't right. done the research. This isn't coming from a place of knowledge. This Not is coming from all. a place judgment of hearsay and opinion and, judgment. and hearsay and yeah. regurgitating the same thing that other it's basically, what is that game called? Someone says it, the they pass it on game. to some, they pass it. And we all just said, Oh, keto is bad. Keto is not sustainable. You know, think Keto of it like unhealthy. saying, what if you went to someone and said, you know, whole 30 is terrible for you? Well, I would never do that now. Whole 30, right? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like 
it's like, there's, you know, specific meal, whole foods, it's whole foods only. Okay. That's like telling somebody who's had amazing success and who's gone to the doctor and they've done this whole 30 and they are eating whole foods only no processed foods. No, you know, just oh, clean know. foods and like, clean eating Yeah, that that's not sustainable. Right. Right. For Keto's them really not that much different than doing a whole food diet. It is mostly right. the way I do it. A whole food I was going to say right? the way some people, right. So just because it's gotten this label and has a name, it creates hate, but also yeah. I can't help, but feel like because it does work because so many of us are displaying signs, early signs of insulin resistant because resistance, because of the way we've eaten for so long. Right. And because it can be an unlocking moment for a lot of people who have struggled so hard with weight, who've done all those other diets and never had success. They do keto. And all of a sudden like, Oh yeah, I lost 70 pounds. Like it's like, cause right. you found what works for you. That's one of the biggest problems that I have with the health and fitness world Mm-hmm. is that we're not thinking about the individual. We just want to tell everybody what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody should just do the same thing. Every, everybody should just eat whole foods, stop binge eating, stop emotionally. Just, just stop doing it. Right. It's like telling somebody with anxiety, not to worry about it. Right. It's going to be okay. Don't it's absolute insanity that one diet would work for anyone. Right. Get and people all the nutritionists that you see, mm-hmm. they say intuitive the eating, intuitive eating, whole thing. foods, limit process, limit, limit sugar. But the, the, it's like every single person, and we've talked about this before, can do the same diet and none of us will be the same. Right. Mm-hmm. And some people will have wonderful success just taking out soda. And some mm-hmm. of us will see no results from that because right. it's not enough because we're still eating things that are causing inflammation in the body. And that's not what we're, we're just not addressing that in the regular health and fitness world. Oh, right. Definitely not. And I think that's the, the biggest thing that I find that they are missing when it comes to keto. I think what you said is right, because it has a name. They're like, ah, you know, they, and call, they have associated they, that name with evil. pictures or an idea of that yeah. everything's wrapped in cheese and that all we do is oh, eat bacon by the pound. And it's like, oh, that's, that I is get so annoyed. Okay. It's that's being made fun of. Do we have those things? Yes. Most of us do not eat well, an abundance of those things. Maybe it's kind of like what we do. Let's just, let's like what we do about them and their dry chicken and their broccoli, like not every health person eats dried chicken and broccoli, but we definitely have sweeping generalization and did that. That's how they do our butter coffee or bacon. Maybe we all just stop that. Okay. If you want your dry chicken and broccoli, eat your dry chicken. Well, it's all coming from a place of judgment, judgment. Yeah. And and that's what we're saying is that in order for us to find what works for us, we have to stop Stop doing that. We have to stop listening to it as well. Right. You have to take these people's, uh, factual information as an opinion and yeah. it has to apply to each person differently. Absolutely. Like whatever they're saying is meant for someone I'm not saying they're not right. I'm saying they're not right for me. Right. It's not your advice. Doesn't work for me because I've done it and it never worked. So I can't and, say that because you're experienced in it. You've done it. You know, you're healthy, right. you know, the success you've had in your physical being, as far as your right. weight, as far as your health, 
for sure. Lifestyle. So like, I'm not saying that those nutritionists are completely wrong. What I'm saying is they're wrong for me. Yet they want to keep doing it as a sweeping generalization though. They right. still want to keep it like right. one box blanket policy. Right. Like, and that's like, what, and that's why it's like, you cannot listen to that, but you also don't want to create that. You don't want to tell right. people that this is the only way to eat, right? It's, it's not the right. only way to mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're right. And other people are wrong. This is, Hey, have you tried all of these other things? Have you looked into your health with your doctor? Yeah. Maybe there's some indicators here that, uh, your body has got some inflammation and it might be, uh, triggered by excess carbs and excess sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so, real thing. And there are it's plenty a real, of real, real thing. It there is. are plenty of medical doctors now who are coming out and saying these things. And I'm Mm -hmm. so glad to see that. I'm hoping that the nutritionist dietitians will realize this as well. Their judgment? Me too. Lose their their judgment? Yes. Because our doctors and our physicians also have some judgment against it too. So it's funny how it it permeates within our community, but also our professionals. Yeah, but a lot of them lack knowledge. It's like this. A doctor who is a brain surgeon knows the in and outs of a brain but he doesn't know the in and outs of a woman's gynecology, you know, the gyne- right. he right. knows the gynecologist knows all the woman's, you know, he's the specialist. So you can't expect the brain surgeon to be able to do the gynecologist work. This, okay. So bear with sure. me here. I'm making a point. <laughs> so just because someone's a medical doctor doesn't mean they have any, any education in nutrition or understanding or having this open mind that, oh, perhaps maybe the way we're eating is causing these diseases and these problems that we're having. You know, he's not necessarily sure. educated in that, or he hasn't, you know, opened his mind to think that he's just thinking sick medicine, take care right. of him. sick medicine. Take. So just because they're a doctor doesn't mean that they know for what's sure. right and wrong when it comes to, let's say keto, for example. But I have to say this about the keto. I was clueless yet. I spoke as if I knew what I was talking about. I mean, I did the same thing and maybe not posting about it, but yes, but I didn't do it because I was mean or because I was right. trying to, to, for any other reason. So if I did it and you did it, think about all the I other mean, people I called that my mom it. crazy. I've told that story about how I was like, yes, nuts. Right. Right. I was right. like, I can never do this. Like, this is not normal. People shouldn't eat like this. I mean, you talk about judgment, right? I'm raised my mama. hand too. I did the same <laughs> thing because when you don't understand something, when you right. have not done the research, you don't have the knowledge, right? When you don't understand something, you're very quick to make a judgment instead of make a comment based on the facts that you've learned. Right. And maybe understand it in a different way of how it can be helpful. Right. I agree. Well, can I redeem myself just a little bit of all my judgment of keto? Okay. First of all, I was telling everybody on Facebook that you were wrong. You're going to post it. Yeah. I don't go to Facebook. I'm kidding. No, I know, (laughs) but no, um, no, I was just going to say, I was definitely not the person then that I am now in the sense of now you won't find me judging someone else's ways, whether it be their way of eating, whether it be their lifestyle, whether it be their faith, whatever it is, everybody has their own. I have learned if I don't want people to judge my way, then why in the heck am I thinking it's okay that I judge their way? It's kind of hypocritical. Don't you think for sure? And I don't want to be a hypocrite anymore. So I 
when I learned my lesson, okay, that's what I wanted to say. And I'm so sorry to the keto community. Y'all are the best there. Okay. Well, you didn't know, so it's okay. No, but, but here's the thing. I was foolish to speak out and that's harsh, but it's true. When you speak out what you don't know, you're kind of being a fool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's a good lesson to learn. I mean, I learned the same one. Like I said, you know, I've commented on how crazy I thought my mom was. And I just was like, this is not sustainable. Nobody can do this long-term. How could you possibly eat this way? How can you give up all of these things? How can you sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice? Okay. Now that all the confessions are out of the way, let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on to some other things that we maybe ourselves have been quick to judge or that we've seen out there. There are lots of different things like we discussed, and there is a time for them. And it's up to each individual person as to what they want to try to do. When I say that, I'm referring to like OMAD and intermittent fasting, egg fast. That's, this is what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, we dropped a bunch of names. Yeah, we, of we threw a lot of terms out. But like you said, terms, tools. Yeah. I like that. It's tools to use yeah. at different times. And there was a time last year that Ashley and I both tried something we this thought, time actually last year. Yes. We we're like, Oh, that would be kind of neat. For Let's try this. And it was called ADF alternate day fasting. And if you don't know what that is, just to give you a short summary, you eat what about 500 calories one day. And yeah. Then- it's a portion of your total. It, there's a, like a breakdown that you can mm-hmm. actually calculate. You can Google but- it. <laughs> yeah. And it ends up being, if the average diet is 2000, it ends up being about 500. So if that's, you know, where you're at, then still calculates for the week that you are in right. a calorie deficit, so but you're breaking up your calories deficit as you would have daily, but it's broken up differently to mm-hmm. create, um, a shortage. And then what they would consider a refeed, which is where you just eat naturally. And it's supposed to, uh, give the body a break when you're eating that 500 calories and also mm-hmm. jumpstart your metabolism, because that is such a yin and yang, right. you're going from it has very a little food, right. Right. To a lot more food. And I mean, I did have some success for me. I never like, you know, when we talked about doing this, I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Like I yeah, really, I mm-hmm. it was definitely very challenging mentally to do something like this. And we had seen so many people in the community doing it there were books, there were some recipes to help you get through. And yeah, we both attempted that for about a month. There was a buzz about it going around our community. And so we tried it and we also had just started trying out TikToks. And so Ashley made this really funny TikTok with a very trending sound and it got so much attention, like a lot of attention. And some of it was negative. And a lot of it was negative. A lot of it was negative, but here's, t- tell us what the video, what, what was your concept? So it was a Ashley. reel. And then we also <laughs> put it on TikTok. but the, the concept oh, yeah, it was of a reel. it That's right. was that I was doing ADF and I was making fun of the day that you have the smaller amount of calories is like, all you do is dream about the day where you get to refeed and I said that in quotations. And once again, I should mention, this isn't something that you do forever. This is literally something that you work in. Yeah. Like I said, as a tool. So I made a reel of like how miserable that day is because you want to eat all the things, but you can't, you know, sort of. And there was so much, oh, I cannot believe this. This is not healthy. And I put ADF on there, but I realized a lot of people didn't know. had no idea what called, that was. Yeah, and they, they were, were so eating quick. disorder. Yeah, they were just, this is how eating disorder start. I mean, they came for me in the comments. They were they came not for nice. Me. They were not um, nice, but they had no knowledge of what it was. They you had were no doing. idea. And so they, they made judged a judgment. Me based on, right. They've judged me based on just 
seeing the real itself and not on actually like who I am, what I was doing. I had explanations and posts that I was doing when I was sharing food, I was sharing all my stories, but nobody knew any of that. Right. But let's just, let's just, let's just call it. Okay. Let's just say, why do people even think that they have the privilege to speak about what you're doing? If you put it out there, this is your joke. This is your fun. And people that knew what yeah. ADF was. And that's was, really what it was. It was, it, was a, joke. it was an exaggeration. I really wasn't suffering. Not at all. But then people still feel, and then yeah. people still feel the need to say, oh, look what you're doing. It's like, why are you judging Ashley for her video when there's so much behind it, but you don't know, but that's what people, myself, right. I've done it, are quick to do to make a judgment. And then even, well, I mean, talk about it and even tell them, right. well, you're wrong with what you're doing. And I can give another example of this, right? Like I see people do egg fast, right? Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, oh my God, you hate eggs. <laughs> so I don't eat eggs fun. Spoiler alert. I don't eat eggs. I don't eat eggs of any sort. I'll eat it cooked into something or like, um, but I don't like them. I don't like the texture of them. I just don't like the sulfury. No, there's just nothing about an egg that I like. No, no, no. It's funky to me. I don't know why. So when I see people doing an egg fast, I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) how could you eat nothing but eggs for a week? What is wrong with you? Like, of course that's, you know, in my mind. And especially in the beginning now, I'm like, I don't eat eggs, but I'm not going to say I'm never going to do that because there's a lot of times I've said, I'm never going to do that. Right. And here I am ADFing it it up. Keto. I'm now doing keto. Yeah. I do keto first and foremost. Um, OMAD is something that I've done for so long. Yes. Okay. OMAD. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about OMAD judgment. Me two years ago, I saw it swimming around in our community. This OMAD, OMAD, tomato, tomato, whatever. I was like, what is OMAD? So I'll look it up one meal a day. I was like, who does that? That's weird. One meal. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I totally judge me still. Like what is, what is wrong with you? I totally judge not knowing anything about it, not understanding the benefits of it and in the process, let alone, right. It's not right. You just do wake up. Exactly. And, I'm just going to eat one meal a day from now Isn't on. Isn't something it how we, like right. Isn't something how we, we take certain things and we prepare and we do our studies and we yeah. do all the things and then we go for it. But then something's like, what no, is that? Let's just crazy. try it. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah. Or you're just like, oh, that's crazy. I'm never doing that. And or that's crazy. I'm yeah, never doing it. Right. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it is insane. And you benefit greatly from OMAD. You really like doing it. Yeah. It's a convenience issue for me, you know, eating, you know, being a working mom doing the podcast, like there's so many things, right. Kids are in school. There's so many things. So for me, when I, and I've, I've, I've shared this progression of when I started, you know, it was like snacks and all three meals. And it was, you know, trying to satisfy the hunger that comes from detoxing from carbs and sugar. Your body's just like, we are not doing this. Feed me like, no, I'm really serious. You better have a snack on deck. You're going (laughs) to want to eat your hand, you know? And so, um, I had, you know, dabbled in some intermittent fasting and I realized like, okay, I don't really need X, Y, and Z, right. Mm -hmm. This snack or this meal, Mm -hmm. I can add more to this one meal and I, I can eliminate that completely but it was not something that happened over time. And I've shared the story on my page, but OMAD was something that happened over a, 
for a long period of time yeah. that I did not aim to do, but I did aim to nip my snacking because I had done a lot of research on intermittent fasting and how giving your body a break from digesting food mm-hmm. is keeping your insulin from spiking over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Every time we eat our insulin spikes. So I knew that ketone production would be higher because I wouldn't be eating and digesting and I wouldn't be having these insulin spikes. So I knew because I had practiced intermittent fasting before I did OMAD, Mm -hmm. the the benefits of intermittent fasting were something that I wanted to hold on to, but I wanted to do it, um, in less of a time. I felt like I'm still eating quite a bit like hours wise. So I just eventually, and this is something that you'll find on keto when people are like, you're just not hungry. Right. Right. The feeling full and being satiated over time becomes a major thing. Um, like it to the point now where when I eat that meal, I am full until I go to bed there. there, Mm -hmm. I just physically do not crave to eat more food. So I'm not just going to eat another meal because society says so. Right. Right. So that's where snack, snack. Yeah. Right. So that's where I started tailoring. Okay. And now, so I don't do OMAD. I don't do anything forever. I always am changing. And this is why I say that that these things are tools because there are times where you may need to change what you're doing because just like going to the gym and walking the same amount every single day stops giving you results because your body adapts to that challenge. And it's no longer a challenge. To respond to what you were just saying, I did finally try that. Oh my. And the thing that I can never say, oh my, oh mad. I feel so dumb that I don't know what, oh mad there. <laughs> oh mad. What I, oh, you mad. Oh, you mad. <laughs> yes. Cause I haven't eaten but one meal today. <laughs> That's terrible. That's what people think. You're playing right on along into it. Listen here. So what, <laughs> so what happened was, I tried it and I'll tell you what I really liked about it. You didn't think about food. Like it just no. took that away, which was nice. Like you yeah. didn't have it to gives you a break. It. it really does give you a break. Um, I yeah. didn't continue, but like Ashley said, it's something, it's not something that you have, you know, anything, any of these, you don't have to do them forever. They're all, you know, yeah, it's people, good to change it up. Yeah. Some people do OMAD longer than others. And some people yeah. just do it, you know, once a week or a couple, you were telling me about like, well, you could just do it on the weekend if you wanted to try or, you know, something yeah, like that. Whenever, whenever you want it to be to you, when it feels right. natural to do something, that is when you should promote it within yourself. Right. So like when people, and I'll give you an example, like when people are going on vacation and let's say they stay low carb, but not keto and they get back and they're like, oh, I just feel a little not myself. I want to do something that puts me back in my, you know, whatever. This is where you might see the egg vest. This is where you might see a challenge. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with using those as tools, but oftentimes we judge others thinking like they're doing another challenge. Oh, you have to do that to lose weight. That's not necessarily true. Somebody can use it as a stepping stone. And I highly encourage it because your body Mm -hmm. does become extremely adapted to what you're doing. So if you do the same thing all the time, you're going to stop seeing results at mm-hmm. some point that scale and your body's going to go saying, we know this game, right? We're not changing. You better step it up a little bit, you know? And yeah. it's why I don't do OMAD all the time. Sometimes I do it on the weekend. Sometimes I do it during the weekday. And then on vacations, I don't do it at all. Give right, my body right. that pause. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. I, I think that there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, especially if you're plateauing or, you know, stalling. Yeah. So the moral of the story is never say never. Keep your eyes on your own plate. Try to live a judgment-free zone. I know that can be really difficult, but it but is trying it feels to so much better though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Trying it's to like, come from a place of understanding or just saying, yeah, I don't get this, but not but that's okay. being quick to attack someone or judge someone right. can, uh, leave you open to things in the future as well. Yeah. Always remember, you never know what the other person, what their motive is what their reasoning is. And honestly, it's not your business. Let's just be honest. It's not our business. Yeah. What and other you people never, are doing. You never know how you're going to evolve and change. The goal and is to always be know. evolving and changing. Yes. Right. Yes. And as that happens, sometimes we're open to things that we would have never thought one were possible or two, we would entertain. And that's a and good thing. That is a sign of growth. That yes. is a great thing that mm-hmm. you are more open as you become more comfortable and evolve into the person that you're becoming. Yes. Oh yes. And we love that. So that's it, honey. That is it. We aren't judging. Okay. No judgment, no judgment zone. No judge. <laughs> a free, judgment free zone. Judgment free zone. We thank you so much for listening as always. And we love you as always. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find and connect with us over on Instagram at more than just keto. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss out on the fun. We'll see you next time.